Hey everybody, welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. I am your host, Kylie Gable, and uh, have a great show today. We have a new one from uh, Sweetie B doing a story that I put out oh, about six months ago called Feminized Revenge, and uh, it's a one-part story. I'm just happy to have uh, Sweetie reading again. She's been really kind of kind of busy and... Uh, but she's really, really good, and I like that she brings something that, I don't know, her voice is a little bit different, which I just think fits what I'm trying to do here so well. Um, and I've been talking with her. We're going to get an interview with her coming up soon, um, probably within a week or two. So that's something else to look forward to. And uh, I really hope you enjoy this. It's called Feminized Revenge, and written by me and narrated by Sweetie B. Kevin was a freshman in college who had moved to the city a few months earlier. He was excited to be out on the town and wanted to meet some new people. He had heard that the dance clubs were the place to go, and with a little bit of liquid courage, he decided to take the plunge. When he arrived at the club, he immediately felt out of place. He was used to being the center of attention at parties, but here he just felt like another face in the crowd. He was about to turn and walk out when his gaze locked on a pair of vibrant and captivating eyes in the center of the room. He couldn't take his eyes off her. She had long, dark hair and a beautiful smile that made him weak in the knees. He wanted to go talk to her, but he was too nervous. Her name was Jessica, and like Kevin, she too was a freshman. She had a clever wit and an effortless, charming manner that made Kevin feel instantly attracted. She seemed to know exactly what to say, and her confidence was magnetic. To Kevin's surprise, she seemed interested in him, too. The two of them danced and talked until the club closed, and then Jessica invited him back to her place for a nightcap. Kevin could hardly believe his luck and eagerly accepted the offer. At Jessica's place, they talked until around two o'clock, and Kevin quickly decided that he had found something special in Jessica. Just when he began to wonder if he would be getting lucky tonight, she became the aggressor. Jessica slowly and seductively began taking off his clothing, starting with his shirt. She then sat him down in a chair and started to make out with him hungrily. Kevin felt his body heat up as Jessica continued to kiss him hungrily. He had never experienced anything like this before, and it felt incredible. His heart raced as Jessica's hands roamed over his body. He momentarily threw his head back and closed his eyes. This was the moment Jessica had been waiting for. She quickly grabbed his right wrist and tied it to the arm of the chair before grabbing his left arm. Kevin opened his eyes and quickly realized what was happening. He looked up at Jessica, a mixture of confusion, excitement, and apprehension on his face. Jessica smiled mischievously and grabbed his left arm and said, You thought you had it all figured out, didn't you? Well, I'm about to show you who's really in control here. She took a short length of rope and tied his left wrist securely to the arm of the chair. Soon Kevin's ankles were bound as well. Jessica stood up and admired her handiwork. But why? I don't understand, said Kevin, his confusion growing. You really don't recognize me, do you? asked Jessica. 
Kevin's heart raced as Jessica tied his ankles, completing the binding. No, I didn't, he replied, his voice trembling slightly with fear. Four years ago, I was a freshman at your high school. I was bullied by everybody because I was new to the neighborhood. You acted like you liked me. But then when you saw that being mean to me was better for your reputation, you made your choice. The funny thing is, your betrayal hurt me more than any of the kids who just picked on me from the beginning. Wait, I do remember. Jessica smiled sadly. Yes, and now you know why I'm doing this. So you can remember what it feels like to be helpless and scared, to not be in control, to be completely at someone else's mercy. Until you understand how it feels, I won't let you go. As a bonus, I'm going to make sure you never have to worry about your reputation. Kevin said nothing, overwhelmed by the realization of what had happened. Jessica leaned in close and whispered, But don't worry. We're going to have a lot of fun together. We've got all night. Jessica, asked Kevin, suddenly remembering her name. You remembered, she replied. Please, whimpered Kevin, his voice trembling with emotion. Let me go. Jessica smiled and shook her head. Not yet, she said. You still have to learn your lesson. Jessica grabbed a small piece of fabric from her drawer, slowly and carefully wrapped it around Kevin's mouth, tying it securely in the back. She could see the fear on his face as she tightened the fabric, muffling his breathing and preventing any noise from escaping. Once Kevin was secure and gagged, Jessica grabbed the chair he was tied to and began to drag it into her bathroom. She pushed the chair up against the wall and stood back, admiring her work. Kevin was now sitting in the dark, completely blind to his surroundings. Jessica then grabbed a small flashlight from her bathroom drawer and turned it on. She pointed the flashlight towards Kevin, revealing his terrified expression. Without saying a word, Jessica smiled her mischievous smile and then quickly turned off the light, plunging the room into darkness. She knew he wouldn't be able to escape now. Good night, sweetheart, said Jessica. I'll see you in the morning. With that, she quietly shut the door behind her, leaving Kevin alone and helpless in the darkness. Kevin felt a chill creep up his spine as he heard her footsteps coming down the hallway. He had been tied tightly in his chair for at least an hour. Every bone in his body ached with discomfort. His hands were bound to the armrests of the chair securely, making it impossible for him to even free himself from his bonds. When she finally entered the bathroom, her eyes found Kevin easily, and she began chuckling before walking around behind him and untying the gag. From one of her drawers, he could make out something being taken out, something bulky and strange in shape that made Kevin dread what it might be even more than if he'd seen it properly. Jessica returned in front of him and stooped down to start spreading a thick white substance all over his body. He felt desperation rising inside as she slathered the product on him, unable to do anything but squirm against his restraints in vain. Soon enough, it was done. Every bit of exposed skin had been covered with the mysterious stuff. Jessica stood up again, looking at Kevin with amusement, before saying, There, that should do it. 
He's, she smiled cruelly at him before continuing her mockery. I'm sure you're starting to feel that tingle. Isn't it just delightful? You'll be rid of those pesky hairs soon enough. Still cackling, she added. Enjoy your hair removal session. <laughs> Kevin struggled against his bonds desperately, trying to think of a way out. But it was all in vain. He felt dread pooling inside him as he pictured what kind of product this woman had smeared on him. Hair removal cream. This, then a, this thought set terror coursing through his veins since the first time. Since being tied up, he let out a whimper. The woman stopped her laughter and chuckled before turning around to leave the bathroom. She said over her shoulder, Come on now, don't be so scared. It's not like I'm going to do anything else for now. <laughs> With that, Jessica stepped out into the hallway, leaving Kevin alone in the room, still bound tightly against his will. He remained tied up for what felt like hours, but without a way to check the time, he couldn't be sure. He was growing increasingly miserable as his body started to become numb and stiff in the chair, and all he could do was wait until this woman returned so that he could get out of this nightmare. Finally, Kevin heard her returning footsteps once more, and in seconds she had entered the bathroom again. She looked at him with an expression of amusement before saying, Well, I'm sure you've had enough now, haven't you? That hair remover must really be tingling by now. Jessica walked over to him with a mischievous grin on her face before pinching his cheeks. He was annoyed being her plaything. Jessica grabbed a white wet washcloth and began to rub it all over Kevin's body. Slowly and methodically, she removed every bit of his body hair, and all he could do was groan. You're a crazy bitch, you know that? he said. How about that? she replied laughing. If Kevin had hoped to hurt her with his insult, he had failed miserably. Jessica was determined to make sure the transformation of Kevin was complete. She had a bottle of hair dye in one hand and a pair of scissors in the other. She focused on selecting random locks of his hair and snipping them off. Then, she carefully poured the dye into a bowl of water and began to brush the dye into his hair. This is going to be a beautiful shade of honey blonde, she said mockingly as she continued to work on his hair. Kevin said nothing, but his attitude was petulant and combative. He wanted to be liberated, and he didn't want her to have the satisfaction of seeing him submit to her. Jessica, however, was relentless. She continued to taunt and mock Kevin as she changed his look from a classic bad boy to a honey blonde temptress. Finally, she was done, stepped back to admire her work. You look great, sweetheart, she sneered. Kevin's face was filled with anger and humiliation, but he did not try to move and remained tied to the chair. Jessica seemed to delight in his discomfort. She then picked up the scissors again and began snipping away at his hair. Instead of leaving him with a masculine style, she carefully gave him a very feminine look. She trimmed the sides and top of his hair into a sleek bob with bangs and used the comb and scissors to shape the back and sides of his hair into a very elegant style. When she was finished, Jessica stepped back and said, Well, what do you think? 
Kevin was seething. He had no idea what she was planning next. Jessica then began to paint his toenails with a bright, glittery red polish. She then moved on to his fingers, carefully gluing on some glamour-length acrylic nails. All the while, Kevin was protesting, but Jessica just laughed and kept going. Finally, she had finished with the nails, pulled out a pair of tweezers to start shaping his eyebrows. Kevin tried his best to break free, but the ropes were too tight. As she stepped back to admire her work, she said, Now you look like the perfect sissy. Kevin was so embarrassed that he could barely speak. He was completely humiliated and powerless, had no idea how he was going to get out of this situation. Jessica then mockingly added, I think I'm going to call you Kavina from now on. With that, she grabbed her supplies and left the bathroom. Kevin was relieved, but still angry and embarrassed. He knew his masculinity had been taken away with a feminine hairstyle, and his dignity was being taken away with a bit of nail polish, crazy glue, and tweezers. He was in a completely helpless state, and he had no idea what would happen to him when Jessica returned. Jessica stepped back to survey her work, highly satisfied. She had worked hard to tell Kevin into the perfect woman, and she had succeeded with flying colors. She grabbed Kevin's face and forced him to look at himself in the mirror before turning and walking away. Kevin felt his humiliation and fear growing as she loosened his wrists one at a time. He tried desperately to fight her off, but with Kevin sitting with only one hand free at a time, she was more than a match for him. She easily overpowered him, tied his hands together behind his back, laughing and taunting. Look how pitiful you are, she sneered. You're nothing but a weak little man who can't even defend himself. How pathetic. Kevin felt his blood boil as she heard her words and desperately wanted to scream and yell at her. But he knew it would do no good. He just stayed silent as Jessica stepped back and surveyed her work. She then grabbed Kevin's face and forced him to look at her in the mirror. Look what I've reduced you to, she said, a sniveling, weak little worm who can't even defend himself. You're a disgrace to manhood. Kevin felt a mix of emotions wash over him as he looked in the mirror. He felt anger, humiliation, despair, and hopelessness all at once. He knew he was trapped in this nightmare and he had no way out. Jessica then walked away, leaving Kevin alone in the room. He remained in the chair, completely disheartened and broken. He had been completely feminized, and he knew there was no going back. She then returned, bringing one of her friends, an attractive red-headed woman with a tight, athletic body. Kevin soon learned her name was Gina, and that she was one of Jessica's best friends. When they entered, the woman was shocked, delighted, Highly amused to see the naked and feminized man tied up in the bathroom. 
She started to laugh and pointed out all of the different things Jessica had done to Kevin, from his now perfectly curved body to the expertly applied lipstick. The woman couldn't believe how thorough that transformation had been. She was highly impressed with Jessica's handiwork and turned to Kevin and said, You are a work of art. Your captor has done an impressive job. Her friend was so impressed that she offered to take Kevin with them so they could show him off to some friends. Kevin felt his humiliation and fear growing as he heard the woman's words. He knew he was completely powerless and that there was nothing he could do to stop them. He wanted to resist, but all he could do was sit helplessly as the women laughed and discussed his fate. Jessica, this is incredible. Look at how perfect his body is. And your makeup application is flawless. You've done an incredible job, Gina exclaimed in awe. Thanks, Jessica replied, admiring her masterpiece. Gina couldn't contain her excitement and asked, Can we take him with us? We have to show him off to our other friends. Jessica looked at the man, who had remained silent throughout the encounter. She could see the humiliation and fear in his eyes, and it was so intoxicating for her. She nodded her head and said, Sure, but let's not jump the gun. For one thing, he's naked. Do you have a strapless or halter dress we could use so we wouldn't have to untie him? Great idea, exclaimed Gina. I'll be back in 20 minutes. When Gina returned, she had a strapless dress, stockings, a bra, and panties for the man. Jessica and Gina began to work together to dress him, pulling the stockings around his thighs, slipping the panties over his bottom, fastening the bra over his chest. The strapless dress was a black sleeveless dress with a fitted bodice and a loose skirt, which hung down to just above his knees. It had a low neckline and was made from a sheer material that allowed hints of the man's slender body to show through. The stockings were black and sheer, stretched gracefully over his thighs and calves, and tied with delicate bows at the back. The bra was a soft, ivory color. The panties were white and sheer, emphasizing the curves of his hips. Together, the ensemble created a stunning effect. Gina smiled. Well, that was quite the transformation. I can't believe how perfect you look. Jessica nodded her head in agreement. Agreed. Now, let's get him out of here and show him off to our friends. They each took one of the man's arms and helped him to his feet. His legs were still a bit weak from being tied up, but he was getting used to it. They kept his hands securely bound behind his back, then fastened a rope to his waist as a sort of leash so he couldn't escape. They walked out of the bathroom together, with Jessica and Gina each holding onto one of his arms as they headed out to show the man off to their friends. As they walked through the campus, people stopped to marvel at the sight. Some people laughed openly and others hung their mouths open in awe. Kevin was feeling increasingly uncomfortable with the amount of attention he was suddenly receiving. It was becoming more and more agitated. He struggled against the ropes restricting him, demanded they let him go immediately. Gina and Jessica found his sudden outburst highly amusing and began to laugh. 
Gina, trying to control her laughter, said, I'm sorry, Kevin. I don't think anyone here is going to let you go anytime soon. Plus, look at you look so good dressed up. You're really making a statement. Jessica added, Yeah, you might as well get used to it. You just look too good to let go. Let me go or you'll be sorry, warned Kevin. Gina and Jessica just laughed harder, doubling over in glee. Jessica said, oh, come on, you can't be serious. You look so amazing and we're having so much fun. Would you really rather be sitting alone in my bathroom all day? Help! Help! Kevin began to scream, but Jessica quickly clamped her hand over his mouth. I brought something else back from my room, said Gina. It's a rubber gag shaped like a cock, and I'm sure he'll get to know it very well. Kevin's eyes widened into fear as he stopped trying to scream, realizing that there was no escaping his predicament. He looked pleadingly at Gina and Jessica, but they just smiled and nodded in agreement. Gina pulled out the strap out of the gag and secured it around Kevin's face, effectively muzzling him. He was at their mercy now, and there was nothing he can do about it. I hope you enjoyed that. That was Feminized Revenge. It was written by me and narrated by Sweetie B. Also, just a little uh, po- thing I want to point out to you. Um, I haven't had a new audio on Amazon in a long time, and I just put up the entire uh, Sissy Abroad narrated by Pamela Harlow, and again, written by me. Please, if that uh, appeals to you, take advantage of it. In the meantime, um, got more great audios coming your way. Hope you're enjoying it, whether you're listening in the premium or the or the free. Best thing right now about our premium uh, podcast is when you join, you get access to the podcast, which gives you access to like almost 30 full-length audios. So, um, and you know, a new one gets added every week. So uh, that's kind of a nice little bonus. Um, hope you're enjoying it, and uh, I hope you'll be back next week. I will be. I will talk to you then. Bye-bye.